Welcome to Sneaky Athletic, your favorite podcast. This week, we have all our regular segments, Beef, Lifestyle, Google This, What the Feed, Little SAPMDB. Uh, we're going to talk NBA tipping off. Mizzou versus KU, it is back. The border war, not the border battle. Everybody knows it. Uh, we'll get into college football, a little bit of a preview instead of a recap since we're a little later this week. Uh, we'll also talk some World Series, NFL, of course, the dearly beloved Pat Mahomes, gambling how we did, and some picks. Uh, and we'll get some top four, bottom four in the NFL for you as well. Uh, but before we get to all that, let me give a quick shout out to our boys at Fertilizer Service Company. Uh, you know what they do. They fertilize it head to toe, bottom to top, uh, soil to the sky, some would say. Uh, so if you need them, they're up in the northwest Missouri area. You hit them up at 660-686-2402. You can find them on Facebook. Make sure to give them a like. Uh, and review them. Uh, and as you know, they're keeping God's country as good as she grows. All right, let's get started. My heart, my soul, I gave it all. But loving you was never easy. All right, man. How was your weekend? I'm so sick of you starting out with that question every weekend. So how was – or every week, how was your weekend? Uh, my weekend was good. I I was supposed to be in Nashville for the Mizzou-Vandy game, which we will touch on a little bit later. Uh, so almost kind of glad I didn't go, but uh, still kind of disappointed I wasn't there. But once again, I was at a wedding up in northwest Missouri. I had a great time, got way too drunk. Uh, and traveled around, stayed in my sister's apartment, super weird because I'd never been there before. So I woke up in a sheer panic because I <laughs> didn't know where I was, um, but made it out alive. Nice, nice. I uh, I did a little uh, intern networking, aka drinking. So yeah, you know it uh, it went okay. I uh, was I was a dead corpse, but uh, that's how it goes. I no longer have. A key to my sanity, my weekends, my days, nights, mornings. If you didn't know, this is also my beef of the week. Let's hear it. Jewel Company has quit selling every flavored pod in order to get a better <laughs> get a better image, I guess. I don't know. They're ruining yeah. my life, I guess. No. The 16-year-olds are ruining your life. I don't like blaming, blaming the youngins, you know. I'll be the first to point the finger. Here's the thing is if I didn't sneak into the bathroom at work to take jewel hits, I might say that, but I do. And so I'm in Fair the same enough. boat. Yeah. Uh, but before I let you go on yours, that's also my lifestyle tip. Because I'm now trying to quit smoking since I uh, have lost my favorite pod flavor. And it's more of a request this week. So if you have tips, please let me know. Fair enough. Uh, so, I can hear myself as an echo. We good? We good? Okay, yeah, I'm better now. Can you still hear me? Yeah. 
Okay. All right. Well, uh, my beef of the week, like I, I've done this a few times, it involves somebody else's beef. Okay. And that's MJ versus Steph. I don't know if you want to talk about this later, but uh, MJ got a little loaded and did an interview and said Steph Curry is not a Hall of Famer yet. I think that what he means is he hasn't, you know, had the struggle of a nine to five job and then going to play professional mm-hmm. basketball afterwards. He hasn't fought through the trials and tribulations of being a gambling addict, so he does not deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, if but there's also, somebody who's just the definition of pretentious, MJ. For sure. And you know, like they say, the enemy of your enemy is your friend. Well, like I didn't like Steph or MJ, so now if they have beef, I don't know which one of them to like. I think it it has to be Steph, right? I'm Team Steph. Okay, me too. Because he's obviously a Hall of Famer. Like that's the dumbest. Thing of all guys time. are funny. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so my lifestyle tip of the week: just don't turn your heat on. It's that time of year. Just fight the battle. You're gonna your wallet is gonna thank you so much. Just leave it off and just wear more clothes. I don't hate that. Yeah, just you know, keep all the doors shut. Is you know, in or out, in or out. No doors open. And let's uh, not turn the heat on, folks. Fiscally responsible there. That's right. You got to Google this? Yeah. So I was looking up um, – I would call it research, but uh, others might say conspiracy theories. Mm. And it was a threat of you know all the ones that have come true. And the CIA – and you can watch the video of them explaining this gun to the Senate has a seat – or. A CIA gun, obviously. Dumb of me. It's a heart attack gun that you can't tell if you got shot or not. And, like, the agent described that. They're like, yeah, we specifically made it for that intention. How did they test this? I don't know. Russia? <laughs> they shoot somebody and they're like, did you feel that? No. He, like, they go into cardiac arrest. They they made it, and it works. So, yeah. So, okay. So, they shot some motherfuckers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's insane. Oh, it's real. And this was in like the seventies. Yeah. Yeah. We got some fucked up shit, man. So we just lost internet. That really sucked. All right. So my Google, this is actually an article written by the Washington post. It's called made in America. Um, and it's about these four food dishes that have these so-called like origins in other countries, but they're actually invented in America by immigrants. Um, so the four dishes are spaghetti, meatballs, salsa con queso, the California roll, and gumbo. Uh, and it just kind of goes into, like, how they came about. I just enjoy it because it just, like, talks about the history and, like, the progression of the food over the last, like, 150 years. But, like, spaghetti and meatballs, literally tomatoes weren't native to Italy for, like, a very long time. And you rarely saw, like, meat and pasta on the same plate over there. It was just like a very like immigrant thing. They came over here. They all got jobs. Um, and then like this California roll, they were trying to imitate like tuna. They were using crab and avocado to actually imitate a tuna roll. Um, and then like Mexico, cheese dip didn't like originate in Mexico because they didn't have cows until like a, a very long time until like settlers brought them over. Huh. It's very weird. It's it's super interesting though. Uh it's a really good read. 
So gumbo is technically. It was made in Louisiana. Like it, yeah, well, it, I, it, I just think of it as like Cajun. Yeah, because that's it's like a that's the whole hybrid of it. It's a, I would say it's a little more like well known as being American than yeah. the others. It was like the last one kind of slid off. What are they saying it like originated from? It's like it's a mixture between like French cuisine and uh, like Southern. I I don't know. It was kind of at the end. I kind of got cut off because I had to get back to work. Um, mm-hmm. But the other ones I definitely read up on more uh, and what they had to do with it. Like if if you didn't know. Uh, like cheese dip was traditionally like salsa con queso was only served in the summertime back in the day because that's when peppers were in season. Mm. Like they couldn't just get a can of Rotel and throw it in some Velveeta. Fucking amateurs. Yeah, I know. What a shitty time to be alive. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I think any time before air conditioning, I always think about that. Like that oh, would be yeah. worse. Like, Air conditioning and then cell phones or computers has to be the next thing. And you don't know whenever you're going to, like, die from heat exhaustion. Like, people are just literally working to death and falling over. I mean, yeah, and you just have, like, nothing to look for. Like, there's no, like, oh, I'm going to be able to go home and warm up or I'm going to be able to go home and cool down. Like, you just mow your lawn and then you just sit there and you're hot. Yep. It is. It's the worst thing I could imagine. For sure. Anyways. Yeah, have you watched anything good lately? I actually am now watching things again because I can watch it on my phone. I still don't have any sort of serviceable internet at my house. But as I have talked about many weeks before, Watchmen came out this weekend. And it it was pretty good. I Like, I really enjoyed it. I think that I saw a lot of articles that overhyped it. But I thought it was really solid. I think it's going to have really good progression. And I'm interested to see where it goes. But... Definitely, you know, I was talking it up, and it definitely lived up to my personal expectations in the hype. Uh, we'll see. Every episode is from a different viewpoint, and I think that's what that's I'm most crazy. About. Yeah. What about you? So I actually watched uh, Netflix just did a special or you know a season of uh, Living with Yourself. It's the Paul Rudd show. Is that where the thing that's taking over the internet is from? Uh. No, that's from Hot Ones, which I can talk about that. That's a YouTube series, so it's right up my alley. I've loved Hot Ones since it first came out. Pick one. Um, but I'll, I'll, everybody knows about Hot Ones. Um, so I'll talk about living with yourself. Uh, it's a very – Netflix is so good at this, but it's such a bingeable show. Like you, it's, you just, it's just built to binge. It's like 20, 22 minutes, 25 minutes. You can just crank them out. They leave – they make sure to leave the end of every episode with like a pretty good cliffhanger so that you're like, fuck, I got to watch the next one. That's the thing that they're fantastic at for sure. Yeah, they're so good at it. And it, I think we're six – there's eight episodes and we've watched six of them or five of them, one of the two. There's like two or three left and I like – basically we've watched them – I think we watched three in a row and we watched three in a row. Like it, it makes me want to just finish it off. I, I would definitely recommend watching it. It's got some funny moments um, and some like kind of little twists and stuff. I won't spoil anything. It's about what? Living with yourself. I, so yeah. It's like, okay, I get it now. I, Thanks. So Paul Rudd is um, basically like middle-aged man, really down, like not feeling great. Like he's kind of just in a rut, and he gets wind of this spa 
that will like rejuvenates you and makes you a new person, but it costs 50k. And so he goes there, and then from there, shit starts happening. Yeah, shit starts getting crazy after that. So what's your what the feed this week? My what the feed is something that from time to time pops up on my feed. It's Pornhub comments. The comment section on Pornhub, when it when somebody screenshots and puts it up, makes me laugh every time because uh, they're always also crazy. Just happens to pop up on my feed as well. Yeah, um, I might be in private mode on Safari. I don't know. I, uh, I've never never been there. I would like to know more about the website. To be honest with you. Yeah, so it's p o r n h u b dot com. So you can okay, okay, you can go there. Yeah, check um, it out. But it, it's just this guy, and it's like – it's literally like group therapy for fucking weird dudes where he's just like – Oh, the my guys God. Come, the guys come – This what? website is porno. Why did you yeah. send me here? Yeah, I know. You're at a public library. That's Ugh. rough. You're probably about to get kicked out. Yeah. I'm on a list now. Yeah. Um, but this guy's just like – I'm not going to lie. Um, he's like, I'm uncomfortable bringing it up around people, uh, but I'm not having a good time at work. Just working a dead-end job. It's like it's just tearing me down. He's like, the one I love with all my heart is no longer part of my life. And he just keeps going on. And everybody's like, man, sorry to hear about that. Just like, keep pushing through, man. <laughs> you just love to see it. It's just boys supporting boys. I think my favorite part about that picture, because you had sent it to me earlier, yeah. was the fact that the person who posted the picture, uh, there was a comment left 22 seconds ago. Yeah. So – little bit of uh, incriminate yourself there. Yeah, and so the person who made the original comment, their username is GodKill666. The first comment, which is the one that's 22 seconds after, is Come on my face, bitch, J. And then the last one is MikeBoye1337. Just guys being dudes. Yeah. So my what the feed this week, uh, to kind of shift us into our sports, is Rob Palenka, um, also basketball's Rob Lowe. Talking about Contavious Caldwell Pope being re-signed to the Lakers and comparing it to the Israelites starving in the desert in the Bible and bread coming down and saving them. And that is what KCP is to the Lakers. Not LeBron, not AD. Contavious Caldwell Pope, the man who shot 23, 24% from three last year probably. Rough. He's the nourishment. I guess so. He's the sustenance of the Lakers. That's for sure. So He's the butter to the bread. Mm, my favorite part. So, I mean, talking about NBA, give me some of your thoughts. Ooh. Well, um, I think that my first one is Andrew Wiggins is so great at playing just good enough that people don't really question him. He looks good on paper. He's the best at looking good on paper of all time. He went 10 for 27. The rest of his stuff was okay. Um, so well, maybe... it's like you can look at his points, his average per season, and it's like his average points per game over his career is more than Giannis's. It's more than like he's just kind of like oh, it's more his... than. Go ahead. Actually, it's, I'm not gonna go off. He's just kind of he's just weaselled his way into like people thinking he's good and just like staying relevant enough. Here's my question for you. Is Wiggins the worst good player you've ever seen or the best bad player you've ever seen? Mm, that's a good question. 
Uh, I think he's the worst. No. He, yeah, he's the worst good player. He's the worst good player. I think. I don't have an answer yet. There's got to be somebody who. The best worst player is like Zodrunas Elgalskis or somebody like that from like back in the day who like just some like you wouldn't expect him to be good. And he just kind of limped on with LeBron when he first started his career. Yeah, I don't know who that is, so I'm going to go to the other half of this game. Okay. <laughs> and talk about Kyrie, who still does not have that clutch gene. I, But he still put on a fucking show. He dropped a 50-burger, but missed the game-winning shot at the end of the game. He can absolutely carry you throughout the game, but he's not going to win it. He can hit that clutch three with like 15, 12 seconds left. But whenever it comes down to under five seconds, don't give him the ball anymore. Like, I don't know why people haven't learned this at this point. Yeah, he loves making that three when you're tied with under two minutes to go. Loves it. That that three that just, like, gives you the breath of air, that's his favorite three in the world to make. I mean, he, he was slicing and dicing the other day. Yeah, and he had zero turnovers, which is very tough to do. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, they're looking good. I think that you know, there's a couple teams that are going to underperform uh, after their first outing, specifically Portland. I'm a little upset MPJ didn't play, but they're going to be the opposite of that. But I don't really have any more uh, highlights or lowlights for you. I saw this on Twitter. It was uh, Denver posted a video of MPJ doing warm-ups and shit and practicing, and it's like I literally feel like I've been watching MPJ warm up and practice for a decade now. Oh, yeah. I've been watching him do windmill dunks in slow-mo for half of my life. Honestly, most of them were in high school. For sure. Yeah. Um, but that kind of puts us into Mizzou if you want to go there or you want to keep talking b-ball. Cause I, I, did have, I did have one more thing. Is, is Zion Williamson the next Greg Oden? So he, I, I've been thinking about this, and I'm not sure. I, I mean, I really hope he's not because I think he's going to be amazing for the game. Uh, I think he's going to make it a lot more fun to watch because he's a highlight player. So they were both good personalities. I think Zion in his day and age is a bigger personality. But I think that Zion will eventually do well. But I'm not sure if he's ever going to live up to this just gargantuan expectation that he has. Yeah, I mean, people are saying he's better than LeBron. It's like... Let the let the kid play. Uh, they said Jabari Parker was better than LeBron. I had somebody that gave me an Uber ride the other day that said he was going to be MVP this year, and the fact that New Orleans has him means that he will at least get them to the championship. Not this year for sure, but the next two years without a doubt. Did you just say pull over? I'm getting out. I was too far away from home, bro. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um so, yeah, we can talk Mizzou KU. I'm pretty fucking excited. The fight song, the Missouri fight song has been stuck in my head for days. It's like whenever you walk outside and you get to smell that fresh, crisp air and there's just mm-hmm. a hint of hawker hate in it, it's Ooh. like nothing else. I uh, I watched the highlight reel that Mizzou basketball put out at least 15 times. Oh, yeah. I went back and watched the Arrowhead game when both teams were ranked in, like, 2003 front to back the other day at work. I was so bored and excited. The Chonka Dirt game when What's-His-Face had the – yeah, that's an awesome game. Yeah, the one that 
got turned into the failure poster. Oh, yeah. Love That's it. fucking awesome. But, yeah, so six games. Mizzou KU starting next year, uh, December 12th, 2020. It'll be in Sprint Center, and then Lawrence, and then Columbia, then Lawrence, then Columbia, then Sprint Center again. Uh, and the the Sprint Center games, they're doing the – like they did the exhibition game where it's neutral site, straight split, 50-50 sales. So it'll be black and gold on one side and poop on the other side. So I have learned a couple of things while I was researching this, and a lot of people from hell think that oh, we got the better deal since we ended up signing Bill Self and you let him go. We literally signed Quinn Snyder, who is a professional coach at this point. Like, maybe you got a better deal with the person staying around, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he's a better coach by any means. Another thing, um, KU fans are just the biggest pussies of all time. Oh, yeah. Like I was going through their – just out of curiosity, I went to their basketball page on Twitter and was just looking at all the replies to their like the border battle, which it's the border war. Let's just all say it together. Um, so the border showdown is actually all sports that both teams have together, and you get points according to how big that sport is, and they like tally them up. Mizzou has only lost that twice. Which is fucking awesome. Uh, but KU, the, the fans in the replies – are just the biggest pussies. They're like, why? Why are we doing this? This is a lose lose. Like, like, do you just hate rivalries? Are you like they're a terrible idea? Let Mizzou play. They're still so mad we left the SEC because the SEC pays you money because they have the SEC network. It's like, oh, Kansas, how much money are you getting from the Longhorn network again? I forgot. One of my favorite comments on it was that the border war game will be on the Longhorn network. Yeah, yeah. It's like exclusively on the Longhorn network. Yeah, it's like Grow up. We did it because it made more money sense to us. Yeah, and honestly, I think that that's the biggest reason KU did it is they're really hurting for money after this whole FBI thing. For sure. And you can tell their recruiting classes are hurting. They need something that yeah. they can go to the Kansas City area and try to start winning guys back because I think Mizzou is firmly grasping that Kansas City area and starting to get a hold of that St. Louis area, which has been daunting us for a decade now. Uh, maybe so, not that long. A, long yeah. a while, though. But I really think that, you know, Mizzou fans are more excited to play. Um, and it doesn't matter what sport it is. Like, we just enjoy rivalries, like you For said. Sure. I think that that was one of my biggest things is, oh, whenever they, you know, go off of it's a lose-lose, it's really – we would play you in anything. It doesn't have to be basketball. Like, you, this is what it ended up being because it's best for you. It's not really a uh, lose-lose for us if it ends up, you know, gaining more momentum, and that's what everybody wants who's a reasonable sports fan. Like, we'd sell out the Sprint Center for an eSports Mizzou KU. Oh, yeah. I, I would go. Like, I would go, too. I would go to Power & Light pregame and go in there and watch us beat the shit out of Kansas in eSports. Honestly, I kind of want that to happen now. That'd be tight. We have a really good eSports team. Did you know Columbia, Missouri has the number one League of Legends team? Yeah, in the, the country. Columbia College. Yeah, it's crazy. But our, I think now that we have a, like we actually have scholarships for our esports team. So I, I think we're probably stealing from them. I'm gonna have to check it out. I'm gonna have to look it up some. They're they're all over Twitter. Um, so enough about college basketball. Let's talk some college football. All right. So, um. 
Well, I just let's just keep going on Mizzou. This is a little bit on the other side. <laughs> Mizzou fucking sucks. Uh, I've been on top of this Barry Odom slander for a while. We can't win big games. Mizzou loves mediocrity. It's their favorite word, and it just pisses me the fuck off. I'm going to be honest. I have firmly gotten off the fire Barry train. I'm still not happy with his performance, but I no longer you know, think the realistic timeline is you know, right now or till the end of the season, and it sucks, and you know, you don't know if it'll pay off or not, but I really think that somebody who's a first-time coach coming into that role shouldn't lose these easy ones. Those are the ones you should really get out of any of them, but there's enough times that Barry showed up that I'm willing to give him a little bit more time. Also, stop comparing Gary Pinkle starting off on Mizzou's program to Barry Odom starting off on Mizzou's program. They took over completely different programs. And I, Well, I'm not sure that Barry inherited that much of a better team because we were really down after everything that happened on campus at that point, as well as Barry had you know no prior coaching experience at the head spot. I mean, we, we so. won the East in 2014. He took over in 16. Exactly when all of that stuff happened. I understand, we but like you can't compare that to a team that was barely a football team when Gary Pinkle took over. Like I do understand he was coaching somewhere else before, but it wasn't like it was he was coaching at Bama or something. I don't know. It's just frustrating as hell when you I know in my heart of hearts we should be 7 and 0. Like I'm looking at Minnesota. They've had a very similar schedule to us. They've had every game. They should should have won every single game, and they did. They weren't all pretty, but they won them. It's like we should be 7-0. and We should be ranked in the top 20. It's frustrating. I think that we just need more canoes. Uh, keep paddling, man. Just keep paddling. Um, but going on to other college football, it is a big week. It is starting up a lot of conference matchups. Uh, a lot of ranked opponents. You got Notre Dame at eight playing Michigan. Um, have let's see who else on here. I was just looking. Oh, LSU Auburn. Um, have Wisconsin Ohio State. Like those are just a few of the headliners of both top 15 ranked teams. Uh, you have some good Oregon Washington State's going to be fun out in the West Coast. I don't know. I'm excited to watch some college football. And hopefully see some really great games. It's constantly just a befuddlement every week. College football. I, I just don't get it. You know, sometimes there's trap games. Like, I think that's what happened to Texas this week. As well as, you know, BYU showed up again against 14th-ranked Boise State. Like, it, you know, they just pop up out of nowhere sometimes. And it just blows my little mind. That's why I love college football. Oh, it's great. It's great. It's It's the most consistent part of college football is its inconsistency. Agreed. Agreed. I think this is a big test for Bo Nix at Auburn, but besides that, there's, you know, no really make or break games as interesting as they are. I don't feel like it's going to really ruin anyone's season if they end up missing out unless Wisconsin pulls it out over Ohio state, but 0% of me think that thinks that's going to happen. That would be something to see. Um, Wisconsin coming off that big loss to Illinois, uh, which kind of helped Mizzou hide the Vandy loss. Um, That was a rough look for them, for sure. OSU Uh, hasn't played a team that is as good as Wisconsin, though, so I'm I'm excited for that. Yeah, you're going to see 
fields, see what he can do against a, a good defense. Wisconsin's defense is good. Like, don't get me wrong, they did lose to Illinois, but their defense didn't allow a red zone touchdown. I don't think then they didn't they weren't trailing the game until there was no time on the clock. Interesting. I didn't know that. They're the only team I think they're one of the like there might be a couple others, but they have never trailed in regulation in this year. Hmm. I, they're definitely not the only team. Alabama's pro no, I, I don't no, know. Maybe Alabama was behind to Tennessee. Yeah. My only thought is Ohio State, to be honest with you. Maybe Clemson, but I doubt it. I think that they had Cle- that blunder at North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. Clemson, yeah, I don't know. Uh maybe LSU. I'm I'm not hundred percent sure. Uh speaking of the SEC though, when we're we're talking about Bama a little bit, Tua hurt his ankle. I don't know if you saw that. I think they're going to be just fine. It looks like he's going to be back by the LSU week because I need that to be one, two big time game. Uh, it's going to be at three 30 on CBS, which I kind of like. I, I like those bigger games to be in the middle of the day so I can watch it while I'm sitting at home and not have to be going to the bar and missing the end of the fourth quarter. Well, here's the thing is I don't think that you need to go to the bar. The bar needs me. Okay. I don't need the bar. That's fair. You are the life of the party. Mm, I for sure am. Uh, so I just want to talk about one of your teams now. And I'm talking about the Washington Nationals. Ooh, I am on board. The city is electric. Honestly, I, I started watching baseball again, and it's been great. And they've Isn't been it so much fantastic. fun? I, I miss I, a good team. I do too. They're the team of destiny. I started rooting for them because I do not like the Cardinals. I mean, it's not that I really hate them, but like, I don't, I don't really care about them. But I was just like, oh, this will be fun. Like, it's a good team to root against, and uh, they're the team of destiny. I'm convinced. Yesterday, they ended up putting 12 up. I think their weakest part is their bullpen, from what I've, you know, gathered from both reading and other people here. Seems to be holding up. Yeah, I, I don't remember. And this just may be me not knowing a ton about baseball. I don't remember a World Series where the pitching matchups were like this main line, like home, like like everybody knows these guys. You got the what was you had Max Scherzer versus uh, Garrett Cole, and then Strasburg versus Verlander, and you have um, fuck who's the next game? Zach Greinke versus I cannot remember who the Nationals are putting out there, but it, I was like, man, these are some good-ass fucking pitching matchups. And, of course, well, the Nats kind of hit against the bullpen, but just exploded. Really uh, solid work almost doing your research. It was just off the dome, man. Oh. Oh. I didn't know that uh, you were trying to be big brain over here, all right? Yeah, I'm trying to show it off, flexing on the haters. Um, you got anything else, World Series? I get some picks later. Okay, I like that. I like that. Um, both the so the Nats were dogs in both of the first games, expectedly. They're um, dogs so, at home. That's crazy for Game Four. I'm really excited. Right next to the stadium, they have this you know outside bar area where they put you know the game up on the big screens, and it just gets flooded with people. So that's where I'm going to go watch Game Three. Uh, honestly, knowing myself, I probably won't feel up to Game Four, um, but we'll see. Yeah, that's a given. 
Um, also, did you see the Nats in a sweep was plus 1,500? Yeah. That's insane. Logson bet uh, Nats to win the series. I'm going to. Anyways, we can't we can't be spoiling. Spoiling. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Um, so let's move on to the NFL. I have Your a lot to talk, talk about. about. Patrick Mahomes broke my heart. But he might mend it back together this Sunday. It's looking like there's a chance he's going to play. I don't want him to play. I don't either. I don't want him to play either. But I'm going to the game. So like a small piece of me actually wants Mahomes versus Rodgers. But then I'm like, let's not bring him back to the bye week. We'll still have the division. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fuck. But he's been practicing and on limited mobility. And they're not doing a ton with him. But he looks great. He's He's a freak. Well, I think that his hair has always been really solid. He's a well-groomed person, mm. so he's always going to look good. Yeah, look good, feel good, feel good, play good. You got it. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm I'm not worried about the Chiefs. I would just – I'm worried about Patrick Mahomes because he is the Chiefs. Honestly, I am uh, most concerned that, you know, they bring him back and they re-injure him and then, then what? Well, yeah, then it's like a lot of people are saying RG3, and I'm like, fuck off. Um, And then some other people are saying like KD situation where you try to bring him back and push him to, you know, theirs is a little different because, I mean, it literally was the end of the postseason. um, But then you, you know, lose him for another year. And it's like, is it worth pushing him now to lose him for an extended period of time? I don't personally think it is. I would prefer... No matter what, he sits until um, the bye week and plays after that. Get his ankle healthy. Get his knee healthy. I want You're him at 100%. smoking dicks if he can be out the entire month of November. Dude, we have you seen our division? I understand, but I— He's missing three—he'd missed three games. Be out for five weeks, missed three games. I get, I get it. I'm just going to agree to disagree with you. Green Bay, Minnesota, and then Tennessee Chargers. Well, he would be back for it. It wouldn't be four games. It'd only be three games. Because so my week is after the Chargers. I literally have the schedule in my palm currently. He would miss five weeks and only three games. I'm almost a thousand percent sure. Titans, and then oh, maybe okay. You're right. You're right. Oh, that feels so good. Doesn't it? All right. You want to get into the rest of the league, do a little top four, bottom four? Um, besides that, honestly, I'll hit it in my picks. The, my only other NFL thing, I'll hit it in my picks. I had a couple. I named – I took three games and I named them. I classified them. So we can do top four, bottom four first, and then I have some titles for some games of uh, maybe the outcome, what it means for these teams. Okay. All right. Well, it's top four, uh, pretty consistent. Uh, not the same as last week, but the week before, you know, New England and Bill Belichick. I love Bill Belichick as much as I hate the Patriots and I hate Tom Brady. Him going up and talking smack to these receivers, like last week, those clips going viral were great. Obviously, they're going to be there till they lose, and that is why the 49ers are also second for me. 
they're going to be there till they lose. You know, I'm not super impressed by them. I am every once in a while they do some stuff, but it just till they lose, I can't put you any lower than two. I'm going to put the matchup this week, three fours, Chiefs Green Bay. I think currently while the Chiefs are not healthy, we'll see getting some people back this week. But, you know, I think that that's going to be those two, and I really don't have a definitive slot for either of them. Okay. Um, so I have Pats at one. I have to agree there. Um, I actually have Green Bay at two. Now, listen to some of my reasoning. One, they beat the piss out of Oakland, which Oakland is better than what – I mean, they beat the Colts. They've had some good wins. They went over beat the Bears over in London. That was tough. Um, I love their defense. Also – you know, for the Chiefs to potentially lose to maybe the second best team in the NFL looks a little bit better than like the third or fourth. Uh, so I'm going to put them at two. I have the Niners at three. They're undefeated. They did not look great against the Redskins. No. Um, it was a pretty trash game. It was rainy, but like, I mean, the Redskins are a dumpster fire. And then I have the Saints at four. Teddy Bridgewater's holding that team together. Alvin Kamara, I've said this before, really good. They're getting Drew Brees back soon. Um, their defense is good as well. Honestly, this game this week is going to decide Chiefs Green Bay for me. And then I think that, you know, whoever loses is just going to fall below the Saints. So I don't hate that. Don't hate that. Um, I think you should go ahead with your bottom four because I doubt that this one truly has much variation. Okay. So at the very bottom, Dolphins, bad. Of course. Um, I'm not going to say a single nice thing about them. Next, Redskins. I mean, if you would have put up a little bit more of a fight, I'd move you out of that second to last spot. But, I mean, zero points. It's really contradictory for you to say that the 49ers played bad and the Redskins didn't play well. The 49ers I mean, they kept played, them to nine points. The 49ers played down to their competition. Oh, all I'm saying, like, you have to put up two good drives and you win that game. I think that you know the Redskins got a different coaching scheme. It's a little bit harder to know. We'll, we'll see. I, I'm going to guess three is then the Bengals. Oh, of course. They're bad. Hate them. And then my four is the Falcons. Yep. Uh, just flippity-floppity, uh, the Bengals and the racial slurs. And I'm there. Okay, yeah. I mean, the Falcons lo- just lost Matt Ryan. Um they traded Muhammad Sanu. A bad season uh, isn't looking any better. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I'm going to go through. I have three games here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first one is Bears versus Chargers. It's the who's bad game. The loser of this t- game is officially bad. Yeah. And the winner still has a chance, but it's the who's it's the who's bad game. Uh, who's the bad guy, as some would say. Uh, my next one is the Bucks versus Titans. It's the must-win versus the tank. I think both of these teams, it, you're deciding right now. After you lose this game, you're going to tank, and it's a, mu- it's a must-win because you want to continue to win out and you want to have pride. But I think if you lose, you tank, and you just try to get the best pick you can. I don't disagree with that mostly because uh, I said a couple weeks ago that Marcus Mariota is pretty much good until they fire the coach. And they benched him. So, shows you how much I know. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. Um, And then my last game is Panthers 
versus the 49ers, who's for real? Because the Panthers are on a hot streak with their backup quarterback and Christian McCaffrey carrying the load. Um, are they a real contender? And then the Niners, this I, it feels like it's the first real team they've actually played all year. And they're going to have to deal with Derry Sanders, a.k.a. Christian McCaffrey, um, running all over them. He's the white Barry Sanders. Derry Sanders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It took me a minute, but okay. So, that, yeah. Those. And then Monday Night Football is just a dumpster bowl. Steelers versus Dolphins. I don't know why they didn't move it, to be honest. I've been thinking that all week. So bad. But hey, uh, if anybody's free Monday, let me know. Because I no longer have plans. Yeah. How'd you do last week? I went even. Three and three. It was an ugly three and three. Um, nothing, Nothing was a blowout, easy win. And all my losses were bad losses, so... That's fair. With my bankroll being abysmally low, my Mine only too. true pick was the Nats that I actually bet on, but they won. They were one of my four winners, Colts, LSU, New England Nationals, and then my ASU pick was trash as well as my Philadelphia. Just yeah, so no I, had Mizzou, I had Mizzou on there. Bad, bad news. Um, I had the Chiefs total – or the I guess the Chiefs Broncos over it was bad. I actually took the spread in that game and won that game pretty easily. But uh, I guess no, I had the Patriots on there and there that was an easy win. Uh, the rest of it is garbage. Um, so what do you got for this week? Well, I was really impressed by Indianapolis last week, honestly. So I, I'm going to take them in the spread. I think that they're doing really well. Also, Buffalo's for real. Like oh. just get over it. Um, so I'm taking the under and the spread for them as well as I don't think it's a bad move, honestly. Um, and new England's just tell you lose. I I got you there. Fair enough. And the Browns, what is that spread? Um, the Browns, they have 10 and a half, I believe, or 12 and a half, one of the two. Um, but I really just don't think the Browns are going to show up. I also have a couple of college picks, which are, Penn State spread as well as the Texas spread. Uh, I guess the, the Texas spread, I did, I don't know. It was really close, and they ended up getting like a minus one line or something. It's and minus so, one and a half. Yeah, that's that's wild. Uh, my last pick is the Nats to win the series. So okay. I also have bonus basketball. It's a little early to bet on it, but I feel like the uh, – Chicago Bulls will, you know, end up covering against the Grizzlies as well as Dallas is going to beat New Orleans. Okay. Uh, nice picks. Nice picks. Give yourself a pat on the back. That was good. Okay. Um, wow. So I have Iowa versus Northwestern over 37 and a half. Just when it's that low, you got to bet it. Um, just takes a couple, someone popping off and you got it. Um, 21-17 wins. It's over. Um, I have Oklahoma minus 24 versus Kansas State. I think that's going to be a routing. Uh, I also have the Texas minus one and a half versus TCU. I don't know why that line is weird. I, I thought somebody got hurt or something, but it doesn't appear that anybody got hurt. I don't know. Maybe I I'm, think that Texas got caught in that trap game and everyone's assuming that they're terrible now. Yeah, see, I don't. It doesn't make sense to me, but whatever. Uh, so then I. 
also have the Colts minus six versus the Broncos. The Broncos are bad. Joe Flacco is bad. The Broncos are basically just waiting until Drew Locke gets off IR to see if he's for real. Um, I have the Jets plus seven versus the Jags. I look for them to have bounce back. Uh, I know Sam Darnold was seeing ghosts against the Patriots, but that's one of the best defenses I've ever seen. So I, I think all of America would be seeing ghosts against that Patriots defense. Uh, and then I really like the Texans. I have them minus seven against Oakland. I think Deshaun Watson and the boys are going to get it done. My bonus pick that if you didn't mention it, I was going to mention it. Penn State um, was on there versus Michigan State. Okay. And you were taking the spread there? Yeah, Penn State minus six and a half. That was going to be my bonus pick. Man, you are super contradictory this week. What? Well, you said the Texans or the Jets. The Jets playing the Jags. Maybe that wasn't the one that I was thinking of. Honestly, ADD kicked in. Lucky you. I had bones to pick. That's another W in my column. Yeah, I figured I'd throw you a bone today. Since yeah, that was a layup. I needed a layup. Sometimes, it, you know, it's always good to end practice on a layup. Positive note. Uh, it's always good to end the pod on a W. Uh, so you got anything else for this week? All right, that does it for me as well. I forgot uh, we were podcasting and I shook my head and I'm sorry, everyone. Yeah, that was pretty bad radio. Um, I was actually, I'm trying to check if Texas has anybody out, but it doesn't appear it, so. It doesn't. Like, I was like, it still should not be that close. I, it should at least be minus three and a half. So I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I do like violently disagree with your Iowa uh, overpick, just an FYI. I, I have faith, man. Have faith. Um, Guess we'll see next week. Yeah, so make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Those are our main two outlets. Uh, we're, we're trying to post as much as we can. Give us a couple of likes. Throw us a bone. You know what I mean? Uh, we'll throw a couple of bones at our merch. Fair enough. That's another, that's another good idea. Um, other than that, I'm going to go do some homework. So I love you guys.